That's a terrible call. That is a terrible call. Welcome back to a Celtics blog podcast. We're sorry we've been away for a little while. The coronavirus kind of shook us all up a little bit where we had to figure out what type of content we wanted to be moving forwards with. For this episode, we're going to keep it lighthearted. Everybody's on a bit of a lockdown at the moment. So why not talk about our favorite basketball movies? Maybe just some you haven't seen. I'm going to want to watch or ones you've forgotten about. And then obviously you're going to have your tried and tested favorites. I'm your host, Adam Taylor, joined by my co-host, Tim Shields and Brendan Nunes. What up, y'all? What up, what up? What is going on? Yeah, I'm working from home, guys, man. It's, I'm living the life right now. Yeah, you feeling good about it? Yeah, dude, I've been saying I wanted to work from home for years. This is, um, as <laughs> soon as the boss said to me, like, yeah, we're working from home for the foreseeable future, I was like, can I not just work from home forever? Right. <laughs> Do you, oh, yeah, good right. for you! <laughs> so I you am also home. from home. <laughs> now we've got um, we've got an agreement now. If we can, if I can prove that my productivity doesn't change, then we can have a discussion about permanent home working. I am Ooh. loving life. Ooh, there you go. That's pretty good. Yeah, good for you. Good for me. Good for you. So, let's jump right into it today. We're going to be talking about our favorite basketball movies. Now, Brendan isn't a movie guy. I don't know what he does with his time. Because I need movies, dude. I, I watch three or four a week minimum. Maybe he watches basketball, Adam. <laughs> I watch just as much basketball, though. That's the thing. It's true. Yeah, no, I get to like, I get into random YouTube videos. Um, I spend a good amount of time on YouTube. And then I like have recently started to get into Netflix. But aside from like, my dad was always a really big movie guy. So when I was younger, I watched a lot of movies. Um, but since, I don't know, I just, I don't watch them all that often. So I'm going to have more questions than, uh, things to offer in this one. And you're going to have to tell me what to get on during this hiatus. So that's generational, right? Like your generation live on YouTube, my generation live on Netflix. I think there's a lot of my generation that lives on Netflix. So it's kind of like person to person. Yeah. There's a lot of overlap there. I feel like generally most people will use a lot of streaming services. I know people who use YouTube all the time and they just fall into like a YouTube hole. Like you go ahead and you try like look up one video and all of a sudden you're watching, you know, a 30 minute special on blue whales. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> like today I was watching a bunch of area 21 with KG and like yesterday I watched a bunch of random Michael, uh, Michael Jordan stories of him trash talking. So yeah, I just get lost on YouTube. See, I'm like that when I'm liquored up. But when I'm sober, then I, <laughs> when I'm sober, then I need a, a solid train of thought all the way through. Otherwise, I just can't cope. So, starting off, Brendan, seems you've got the smallest catalog of movies to discuss. Why don't you kick it off with your favorite basketball movie? I got a small catalog, and you're going to limit it already, huh? So, I mean, all right. Yeah. Since I got a small one, let's say. <laughs> Shut up. I realized how that sounded right when it came out. You guys could have let it go. Phrasing. Does Uncut Gems count? Kevin Garnett's in it. Yes. I was going to mention I that one. I watched this last night. Oh, I that is one of the most overrated movies I've ever I was gonna seen. Say, okay, this is, so this my is girlfriend perfect. feels this is the same way. Oh, I don't agree. On stop action. So like yesterday was my second watch through. 
And really what it is, is that there's never a break. There's always something going on. So we've all seen it, right? Adam, clearly you've seen yes. it. Tim, you've Adam, seen it. Adam has a very polarizing opinion. So this is actually like the perfect movie for you to bring up. Well, I mean, the ending I freaking loved. Like that was, so I went and watched this with my girlfriend and like there was all this hype to it, right? Everybody was saying this was a ridiculous movie. It was Oscar worthy performance from Adam Sandler. Went into it and anything that's overhyped, there's a good chance it underperformance. And I thought it was good, like pretty, pretty good. I didn't think it was amazing or anything. Um, and my girlfriend was totally disappointed. A lot of it was the ending. I was totally fine with that ending. I don't know if we want to say what happens, if it matters. So the ending, we won't say the actual ending in case people still haven't watched it. I don't know where they are, if those people exist, but we'll, we'll be considerate there. But the ending for me was actually one of the only plus points of the entire movie. It felt like it was just an hour and something of Adam Sandler shouting obscenities at people, which is cool, but it, it gets boring pretty quick, right? <laughs> I feel like that's that's a good amount of his movies. Maybe this one had a lot more language to it, but I mean, he, Happy Gilmore is like an hour of him yelling at a golf ball. Yeah, but he didn't have a vein that was nearly bursting out of his head. And <laughs> he was did, you, Gilmore. did you see how much stress he's in in that whole movie? I feel like Adam Sandler throughout that movie, it's just people said it was like him just doing chores, like him running errands for basically like an yeah. hour and 45 minutes. I don't think that's necessarily fair, but... I think what Brendan said where it's like constantly high pressure. And then I liked how there was just this implication of basketball and gambling and how like KG's character fit into it all. I thought they did a really yeah. good job with that. And it was also kind of cool seeing how this guy was like this massive basketball fan, but also seeing like this darker side of things. You know, the whole movie is him basically gambling with borrowed money and borrowed time. He goes and pawns an 08 championship ring. <laughs> he pawned the, uh, the only Knicks championship since like Vietnam. <laughs> so the question you've got to ask yourself is, and this is what I asked myself once I'd watched a movie, was if KG wasn't in that movie, if it was just another actor playing a basketball player, would you rate it as highly? Because if the answer is um, no, then, you, then you've just been kind of I think of it depends on the actor. Like, I think it depends on the actor, you know? No, like if, I just, it was just... There so, was, like, it, it wasn't... I didn't enjoy the movie just because of KG. Like, he added yeah. a lot to it, but I think Adam Sandler does a good job. But I also have a soft spot for, like, a couple different actors. Like, if you give me a Will Smith and Adam Sandler, there's a good chance I'm going to like them just because I've liked a lot of their movies. So that could factor in a bit. But, like, so KG bro, added to it, but Adam Sandler was great. I love Adam Sandler. I love his stand-ups. I love every movie he does. I, I have to watch... This to me Maybe was not one of his two, three, and four. I don't know. Yeah. Well, like... Lakeith Stanfield was also in the movie too, and he's really good. He's been in a bunch of stuff. I'm giving it a four out of ten max. Whoa. 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 I'll go seven. I'll go seven as well. I think seven out of ten is a fair rating for a that four. movie. I think if you t- even max. just even if you take the wow, man, if you take the basketball aspect out of it, it's still like a solid movie. It's definitely not a movie that I'm like. Yes, this is one of those movies that just is going to be a perennial, you know, perennial contender for like best movie of all time or anything like that. But I thought it was not a movie that I was expecting a lot from. And because of that, when I went in and especially that turn at the ending, it was just very well done. It wasn't, I think Adam Saylor should have gotten nominated, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't Saving Private Ryan. It wasn't, you know. It wouldn't have even won movie of the month. Ooh, like I'm so low on that movie. Like I, I came into it. With I would so give much. Knives Out a better review. 
Oh, Knives Out was incredible, but we aren't here for that. (laughs) No, we are not. So the next basketball movie I want to bring up, and Brendan's not going to have seen it, it's a movie I've watched countless times, is Above the Rim. I can't say I've seen it, no. No. Tim, have you seen it? Nor have I. Nor have I, no. Yo, you guys are missing out on some historically great basketball movie content. So Come I'm writing us. all these Come down by the way. I'm writing down all of these down. I will so get this is um this is back in the day. So um it's got Tupac and it's got Bernie Mac. Those are like your two primary big names that were in that movie. It's predicated on this like you know, like a high school phenom and it's all based around a street ball tournament that's happening and everybody's trying to get this phenom to play for their team. So Obviously, NCAA rules, you can't take a bribe, you can't accept any free clothing, blah, blah, blah. Um, And they're playing in this street ball tournament where some of the guys that are running teams are from a historic championship winning team from that same high school that this phenom's playing at. And it gets a little bit gangster. People start making some questionable decisions. You know, you've, you've got your usual gangster aspect to it. It's a Tupac movie. Um, the basketball in it's actually really good. There's actually one move in there that I like so much, I actually pull it into my own game. And to this day, I still cross people up with that move. Okay. And so you mentioned uh, you mentioned time. Tupac. Is there basketball players in this? No, there's no official basketball players in this movie, but the film is okay. all based around this this street ball tournament it's got a kind of like a white men can't jump type street ball tournament kind of feel to it at the end but some of the actual basketball choreography in it is really well done for its time and like i said that one crossover uh behind the back spin and then with a step back at the end i've crossed up so many guys with that movie it's ridiculous i've definitely heard of that movie now that i think about it and i've definitely i think there's like a meme or a gif they use from it very often but I, I remember it. I've never seen it, though. Yeah, highly recommend it. Highly, It's a gritty movie, so you know, Tupac, it's a, that gangster element is very predominant all the way through, the way it's shot, where it is. But it shows you like a very regimented what it's like to be a high school player, wake up in the morning, do your workout routine at home, go and shoot hoops, get to the gym, do your run there, then go to class, then come out and do it again. So you kind of follow this main character all the way through his daily routine for like a week or two, building up to this tournament and all the pitfalls that are kind of in the way of guys making it to college. Interesting. Yeah. Like I said, I wrote it down here. I'm going to have, I'm going to have to add that here. Yeah. And if it's got Bernie Mac in, you can take that to the bank. Okay. Those are good. Yeah, Bernie Mac, Bernie Mac is legendary, dude. Um, anything he's ever been in, you just take it to the bank straight away. Tim, what's your choice for your next movie? What's one of your favorite basketball movies? I think one of my favorites, and this is just a classic, um, and this is one that I have seen countless times. I had a friend who actually had never seen it, so we found a DVD of said movie, and got it online, and we watched it. And when I went out to L.A., um, this was a few years back. Uh, we ended up watching it. Space Jam. This is, I think this is like the quintessential basketball movie. Like whether you're actually a fan of basketball or not, you're, you're probably a fan of the Looney Tunes. You're probably if know who the heck Michael Jordan is. That was one of my favorite movies growing up. We all know the story. We know that they're making a reboot with it with LeBron James eventually, whenever the heck that's supposed to come out. But or they that is not. 
I mean, they could just not. I, I would like it if they didn't, but, you know, besides the point, um, that is one of my favorite movies, one of my favorite basketball movies, that is. I'm at the point now where every time my daughter asks what if I want to watch a movie, she has to look at me first and be like, but not Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> because I've forced her through that movie so many times. Like when I had a kid, I was like, yo, I could just watch Space Jam on repeat for the rest of my life. Uh, I probably got a good four years out of that before she realized what was going on. And then she was like, nah, this isn't happening. No, she more. was like, wait, they make other movies. Yeah. There's other movies. Hold on. These Looney Tunes <laughs> people are in TV shows of their own. Daddy, why are we watching this? But yeah, dude, it's a classic. I'd never have, I've got so many space jam t-shirts and hoodies and jumpers lying around the house that I still wear to this day. I mean, I love the everything about that movie was just well done. I was a huge fan of Looney Tunes growing up. So my dad had this gold collection. It's like the best of, and it's like the best of every single character on Looney Tunes. So I used to watch that all the time. And of course, you know, growing up, I was a big basketball fan too. So of course I knew who Michael Jordan was. So we had that movie on VHS for the longest time. And everything about that movie was just awesome. And the cultural significance of it now, even looking back, you know, Everyone makes references to Space Jam all the time. Yeah, I'm telling you. I mean, have you seen I've this said, movie, Brandon? Of course, I have. This is one <laughs> okay. of my two. This is one of my two. So your your entire catalog has been finished in. That's it. No, I time. didn't count uncut gems. I I just mentioned it. I like threw it out there because KD was KG's in it. I didn't count that as a basketball movie. What's your take on Space Jam? Do you love it? Do you like it? Is it not something? You know, I haven't seen it in forever, and I just saw it got put on Netflix. What? It must have been on there, and I didn't realize, but it's on Netflix now. Um, so I'm definitely going to watch it again soon here. But it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a classic. It's definitely By the soundtrack, It's too. in my top two. That album is bumping. So, Brendan, this is before <laughs> your time. I'm not sure about Tim if this is before Tim's time or not. But growing up, Back when it was the the Sega Mega Drive, do you guys, any of you guys remember the Sega Mega Drive? I know of it. I never had one though. So Space Jam came out and then they released this Sega Mega Drive game called Space Jam. And you could play as either the Looney Tunes or you could play as the Monsters. And you had to do little side missions in between, like you play a tournament. So you kind of work your way up to playing the Monsters or work your, and you had to do little side missions where you'd have to go to Michael's house and get the secret stuff and get his shorts and stuff and avoid the dog and not wake anyone up. You play games in a fishbowl. It was like, it was completely crazy. But to this day, that was probably the most fun basketball game I ever played in my life. And if I could get it back, I would, but I'd be really disappointed at the graphics. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I'm going to have to... What was this called again? That's a, a Sega Mega Drive. It was a console, dude. You probably could find an emulator now at this point. Oh, it's yeah, been long sure. enough. Yeah, for sure. You could definitely get an emulator for that. I don't even think it's copyright problems anymore because it's been so long. Seriously. No, well, saying. you mentioned the Sega part. Um, the, the page for Space Jam got brought back online. Uh, I think right around the time where they announced that they were doing a reboot with LeBron. So if you go ahead and you go to the Space Jam website right now, it's up and running. And it's as if it were the 90s. Like, you have to have a look at it. It's crazy. I miss the 90s, man. I miss the 90s. Yo, Brendan, what's your second choice then? Let's Let's finish this catalog of yours. All right. My second one is Coach Carter. And this one just, I, I, I love this movie. I, I'd probably put this one 
I mean, it's it's just so different than Space Jam. I don't know how to rank my two, but yeah, like I said, both of these are definitely my top two here. Uh, Coach Carter, I mean, just the whole like taking a kid and really making them or, or this this team and really just making them, teaching them all these lessons through basketball. Like one of the main reasons I played and my my dad coached me a bunch and was always saying how basketball was such a metaphor for life. And this coach really treats it that way. Um, and the whole hardship the kids go through and all this, I loved the movie. Our biggest fear isn't that we're inadequate, it's that we're powerful beyond oh, measure. Oh, yes. That yes. I know this, like, pretty much. It was legendary. Heart. I memorized that after it happened, and now I yeah. have no clue. I pretty much know. I mean, I watched that film, like, probably 10 days ago. Like, it's, yeah. I'm, it's I'm my, I'm bored. I don't know. I don't want to have to think of something new to watch. I'm going to go to my rotation. No, That's yeah, definitely that in my rotation. And I had a coach that was just like him. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it was one of those things. It was just, um, I had a coach like that too that was just really tough to please. I remember the one day we had a tournament coming up and I had a, a stinking practice. It was probably one of the worst practices I ever had. And at the end of it, he was like, you're not coming on this tournament. You're not even, we're not taking you. If we take you, they're not going to let you play again. They're not going to let us come to the tournament again. Huh. And I was like, dude, I'm just like, I'm your leading scorer and, and I'm leading the team in assists. He was like, I don't care. You had a terrible practice. You're not coming on this. Dang. Yeah. They went, they got blown out in the first game. And then I just told him it was because I wasn't <laughs> there. So I was, I was chill with it, man. I right. was chill. No, but mine was, one mine of those, was he just rough. wanted me to be better, right? Right. Yeah. Mine was rough and, and would chew you out and all that. But it definitely is the coach that made me better uh, the most. And it was my coach throughout all high school. I stand by and one video has made me better more than any coach. Oh God. Okay. I don't, yeah, dude. I mean, English coaching, dude, it weren't the same. No. Yeah. And one, I mean, yeah, those guys were, those guys were going crazy, but you got some street ball moves then. I got, I've memorized, dude. I used to just stand in the back garden, um, in the backyard, just pulling off boomerangs, man. Boomerang after boomerang until I could get that ball spinning behind people. Say, oh, yeah, I've got the street ball moves. You'll see when I play you. You'll see. I can see. do the one where I put it in my shirt and then it hit it around and it comes back to the front. I can slip and slide. <laughs> I can slip and slide and then kind of uh, like try and put it through your legs on my way back up. Okay. I was a street ball. Yeah, dude, we're going to have to see. Yeah, I'm going uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm to show. Don't you worry, man, when I'm schooling Roll you. Up, I've got you Roll spinning. Up. Roll up. So, yeah, so another movie that we need to at least mention is White Men Can't Jump. Yeah, I'm upset with myself for not having seen this. Bro, when I was in LA, the first pl- one of the first places I went to was that court. Yeah, in Venice, yeah. Yeah, I had to, I'm, dude. I've ran into Paga Soul there. Super random, but yeah. Really? Yeah. Did you play him one-on-one? No, like I didn't even realize that he was there. Like someone else um, that I was with came up to me and was like, oh, there's like a big crowd of people over there and it's Pogasol. I just went and talked to him. I was like, oh, what the heck? But he had like already was on his way out when I looked over there. He Yo, was, pro- he was recording some sort of commercial or something. Yeah, that that's like the biggest guy I've ever just randomly ran into. But yeah, it's very LA to just run into Pogasol. I sat there and watched a few games for a while when I was out there. I wanted to play, but the wife was like, you're not getting on a court with these guys. They look very angry and you haven't <laughs> played in like five years. That's the fun part is the anger. It's like yeah, I talk, what? oh my God, I know we're getting a little off movies. I talk so much crap when I'm playing. That's fine because 
you're young, I'm old and I haven't balled properly against a decent level of competition in like five years, dude. I'm going to talk smack yeah. and then get absolutely crossed over. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, I could be getting killed, but if I get you one time, you'll never hear the end of it. I'll remember that because I'm going to lock <laughs> you up when I play you, dude. But back to the movie. If you haven't seen it, Brendan, that's um, like it's a quintessential basketball movie. If you're a fan, then at some point you have to watch White Men Can't Jump. Yeah, Leslie Snipes, Woody Harrelson, classic, classic. I mean, you 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 can hear you can you can hear Jimmy. You're listening to Jimmy, but you ain't hearing him, no. <laughs> that's a that's a quote from the movie, Brendan. You'll you'll be texting me about it tomorrow. I figured. Anyway. I figured. <laughs> you got so much time to catch up on all these movies. I know. Seriously. <laughs> what yeah. else you got, Tim? What other movies are you thinking of? I mean, those are all the big ones I could think of. Oh, my God. I've got hella more. Well, I mean, I imagine the one like with... a couple other ones would be like Hoosiers, Blue Chips, but I haven't seen either of those movies. You haven't so... seen Hoosiers? No, I have not. I know yeah. it's a classic. I know it's, it's a legit, classic. dude. It's legit. Mea culpa, mea culpa. <laughs> so I know of a character in a movie, and I know, but I don't know what it's from. Where is uh, Ray Allen, Jesus Shuttleworth? He got game. He got game. That was the movie. Um, that got me into basketball. I remember my mom took me to Blockbusters one day and she was like, you can choose any movie you want. And I was young and I was like, yo, this is at 18. I'm going to try my luck. So I was like, mom, can I, can I rent this movie? And she's like, she's like, it's an 18. I'm like, mom, it's just basketball. How bad can it be? So she's like, okay. So she rented bro. That was, at, I was like 12, maybe 13 bro. And it was definitely for 18 and above audiences. Oh really? Yeah, just like really? um, not because no it's a Spike Lee movie, man. Yeah, so oh. like uh, I was like, yo, this film's amazing. Like I'm, I'm hella happy. Like look at all these different things that I shouldn't be seeing. I gotta watch this again and again, yo. I'm, I must have burnt out that VHS before I sent it back. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, it's. I'm, I'm watching this one tonight. I think that's my all-time favorite basketball. There's, there's quotes in there that I actually live my life by, and I. Interesting. Uh, Is I Ray think, Allen the main character? Yeah, dude, all the way through him and Denzel Washington. And it's Denzel the, Washington. Okay. Yeah. So you you've heard me say this to you before. It's the will of the man, not the skill of the man. I have heard this. Yeah, I, like I drill that into my daughter. I drill, like I don't say man, but I'm just like you know, it's the effort that you put in, not the skill that you've got. Um, I use it constantly when I'm writing articles and you know me, like me and you bounce off each other sometimes when we're like, oh, you know, when we have them off days and then you're like, oh, but your work ethics had like this and that. It's because it's, that movie really is like some of the quotes in there you can really live your life by. What is the best basketball movie on the market in my opinion? All right. Well, yeah, you're talking it up. I will let you know after I watch this tonight. Yeah, you will be watching it and you will be like, how have I never seen this? It's um, it's gangster though. Don't, don't don't be messing with no Denzel. I don't plan on it. What are your <laughs> thoughts on this one, Tim? I mean, it's a classic, and it's definitely one of those movies too that it was one of those ath athletes getting into the film business kind of thing. So it was cool to see Ray Allen, of course. Celtics beef aside, Ray Allen making his first appearance on the silver screen. There was also a couple of other athletes I think who were in that, if I can remember correctly. But 
yeah, I mean, it's it's a classic Spike Lee movie. If you haven't seen any of his other movies, uh, this is definitely a good one to get started on. Uh, Denzel Washington's incredible in this movie. And it's also just interesting to see that aspect of it where you're seeing an athlete trying to make that decision of going pro or not. Um, and it, I can't relate in terms of my background or anything like that and how he went about it, but it's interesting to see where athletes kind of come from because it gives a very realistic telling of that kind of story. Yeah. Like he grows up in the project. You can see him in the project. You can see the kind of trials that come with balling in that type of area, you know, the courts that he's frequenting. Um, the, the, there's look, I ain't even bothered about mentioning parts of this movie. It's old as me. Um, the, the game he plays against his dad towards the end is kind of one of those, things not under those circumstances by no means do you want to ever play your child under those circumstances but there's always that passing of the torch right where eventually you're not good enough to beat your kid no more whether it be because their age has caught up with you or because you've taught them so well that they've surpassed your level of skill and it's very much of a passing of the torch kind of moment in the film um under very, very bad circumstances. Though. And you'll understand when you watch it, Brendan. But uh, definitely watch that movie. In fact, I want you to watch it and I want a written review by tomorrow <laughs> when I wake up. Sounds good. Yeah, no I'm less sure than a thousand words. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. I'll clip the best moments. Yeah. So this is, uh, this is slightly unrelated, but it's Boston news. And I'm just going to mention this, that Tom Brady just signed no. the Bay Buccaneers. He's gone. This means nothing to me other than the fact that Tom Brady's no longer in Boston and Boston's now Jason Tatum City. Yeah, I'm and they lost Mookie Betts. And they lost Mookie Betts. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Is that baseball? Yeah, he was... Yes. Uh, was was he not an MVP at some point? Yes. Yeah, yes, it's a funny story about baseball. Um, not last season. It might be 2018. I was in LA during the World Series when the... Um, is it the Dodgers? That is the LA team, yeah. When the Dodgers lost to the Red Sox. Oh, that's beautiful. And I mean, I thought, yeah, and I remember also football that year was Boston, LA. And I was like, man, we have to get Boston, LA for basketball. (laughs) I was was at a wedding. So, like, uh, I'm talking, I'm outside in the Occidental College in Los Angeles, and we're, we're on like the quad. And I'm drunk. I'm drunk as hell, dude. Like, it's an open bar. I've been drinking with my boys since, like, 9 in the morning. It's about 11, 10 at night now. I've been drinking all day. I can barely see straight. And um, I didn't realize you, y'all fly planes over places, when, like, army planes when there's, like, big games on, huh? <laughs> yeah, they definitely do that. I'm like, what's going Why is there so many army planes flying over me? Anyway, so I'm saying to everyone, what's going on? They're like, oh, LA's playing Boston in baseball. I'm like, Boston going to whoop y'all. Um, <laughs> I had a heated discussion with a few guys that were completely disagreeing with me. When I found out Boston had won, and by this point I'm 10, 11 hours into a drinking session, I'm like, yo, I thought Boston weren't going to win. I gave them so much like verbal, I wouldn't say it was abuse, but it was definitely good-natured ribbing. That, um, Beratement. <laughs> yeah, they definitely never want to see me in Los Angeles again. <laughs> like It got to the point as well at the so end of the night. We got to the end of the night. This is how bad it got. So um, I'm with a couple of my pals. We flew out there from England for this wedding. And uh, we've ordered an Uber. And then you know how you have campus security? 
Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, we thought campus security was the Uber. Come on. So we piled into the campus security car. And then obviously, like, we, he started to drive off. So we're chasing him through the quad. Like, what are you doing? You're the Uber. You got to get us home, man. Nah, dude, that was campus security. We, and we missed our Uber. And <laughs> had to pay the charge for missing the Uber and then order another Uber. <laughs> it was a... Uh, it was a crazy, it was a crazy day. But what made it really worth it was Boston beating LA and me being in LA to rub it in everyone's face. There you go. That's all that really matters, you know. Well, the and jumping into campus security was hella funny. <laughs> the dude didn't it know what the hell is. was going on, dude. I'm like six three and like one eighty, one ninety. I'm getting into. The, I'm sitting in the passenger seat, like, yo, dude, take me home. He's like, where's home? I'm like, England. <laughs> <laughs> Drive me back to England now, guy. He wasn't having none of it. Anyway, we're going to go to break. I've got a few more movies we can talk about when we're back. I digress. Yo, we're back. How have none of us mentioned Uncle Drew? Oh, interesting. So I think I had started watching this, but never finished it. It was actually, I mean, it was good for the comedy value, right? Like, yeah, the build up for it was, um, yeah, it's understandable because it's Kyrie. But if yeah, you look past I mean, that, it's Shaq, dude. And wasn't Maya Moore in it? And uh, Aaron Gordon's in it, I think. Yeah, he is, dude. He's, the, uh, he's on the opposition team. And there's, yeah. um, there was another guy as well. Was it Reggie Lewis? I don't remember. I've only seen bits and pieces of this. So many right, like, old school yeah. big name basketball players in that movie. Like and Chris Bill, Weber, Shaq. That was who it was, yeah, Chris Weber. And then mm. to like the build up as well, right? Do you remember the YouTube videos like one a year finding the big man so that's where the character came from. Yeah, yeah. It commercial. started from the Pepsi commercial, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's funny, it's very Kyrie. It, it was fitting. And and it it was very well done because the character already had uh like this care i mean this personality to it from these commercials so people kind of knew what they were getting going in and i mean he looked like an old man that was just giving people work he did give people work though you went dean up on the uncle drew he wants you to hold his nuts i mean my nuts on blood trying to having to guard someone one-on-one like Kyrie is one of the hardest ones up there yeah, you got. I'm just going straight into NFL rules, and I'm tackling the fool. For sure, no blood, no foul. <laughs> yeah, dude, you're not. Um, you're not. You're not schooling me like that in front of people. No, no way, no how. Another movie that we haven't mentioned, and this is kind of, it's definitely a basketball movie, but I feel like it's um, it's slept on a little bit, and then it's not given much recognition because of the type of storyline it's got. But love and basketball. So I've definitely heard of it, but I've never seen it. Like, what? yeah. So it's um. Did either of you guys used to watch One on One? It was a TV show with about a guy called Flex Washington had a daughter called Brianna. No, no. Okay, so that was a basketball TV show. Uh, ran for like two or three seasons. Um, but that girl in that, her name was Brianna. She plays the girl in Love and Basketball, and it's obviously about a boy and a girl that you know they're young. They grew up playing basketball together. They go off to play college ball and there's a whole love story and it kind of intertwines with the basketball, blah, 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 blah. 
solid five out of ten. If you're a basketball fan and you're with a chick and you want to watch a, a movie that you could get into as well as her, then Love and Basketball is definitely better than The Notebook. Really? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that I would think. I'm it's not better. saying it's better than The Notebook. I'm just saying that it's better for you than The Notebook. It's not better for right. her than The Notebook. Right, right. <laughs> we, we try to please here. Yeah, if like, I'm saying the notebook, if you like, want most of the time, you're not watching it for yourself. I mean, I've seen the notebook that much that I kind of like it now. No, it's not bad, but like, would you turn it on if it's, you know, you're just like, you're just chilling by yourself, you know? There has never been one moment in my life where I've been on my own and thought, hey, I'm going to watch the notebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, you're a little you know, quiet over there, too. Have you watched the notebook by yourself? Not by myself. Okay. But I okay. have watched it. Yes, Have you I been think. the one to suggest it for no ulterior No, motive? God, no. So Love and Basketball... I think I might have it. <laughs> With no ulterior motive is what I said, Brendan. Oh, um, no, I don't know. Yeah, it's going through movies. dynamic, right? Yeah, yeah. Love and Basketball is your middle ground between the notebook and a sports movie. You can kind of both enjoy it for different reasons. So it's definitely a good one to kind of have in the, in the, in the bank, should we say. Yeah, what else do we got here? Well, I've got a TV show I grew up watching. Um, any of you guys ever watched Hang Time? No, no, another TV show. Oh my God, dude, that ran for like six or seven seasons. Um, based about high school basketball players, the premise was there was a girl playing on the team. She was the best player on the team. Uh, dude, it had some famous people in that show. Come on, like it had... Um, Who's that guy now that's mad famous and does blackish? Anthony Anderson? Yeah, so he got his start in in this um what did I say its name was? In this TV. Hang show. time. Hang time. He got his start in Hang Time. So he was a main character all the way through all six seasons back when he was young. Um Reggie Miller had multiple appearances on it because it was set in Indiana. Um and when I say multiple, like Reggie Miller showed his face quite a bit. Um, you know, one of the greatest three-point shooters of all time. And then there was cameos from other NBA players throughout the show. It was pretty good. Definitely 90s. Definitely, if you went back to watch it now, it'd be dated. But it definitely, it's not a movie, but it, if we're talking about favorite basketball visual content that isn't a game, it belongs in that discussion. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, you sound like you're the only one that's got anything left here, Adam. You got another one in you? Yeah, I'm sputtering on dry. <laughs> really? Really, really? Oh my God! You guys are letting the side down. I'm, I'm trying to think what else I got for you. There's a few more, I think. What else did we got? Did we say blue chips? Has blue chips been said? I mentioned it, but I did not go into it. Blue chips was actually one of my least favorite basketball movies. I wasn't a big fan of blue chips. I don't know, Brendan. Have you seen blue chips? I have not. I haven't even heard of it. It's average. I'm not even gonna try and make out like I enjoyed it. I think I turned it off like halfway through. Really? How have none of us mentioned Light Mike? Oh, have seen this one. Have seen that one. Oh yeah. How did we not mention Like Mike? I've seen Like Mike. It's been a long time, but I've seen Like Mike. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How did I not mention that one? Now I have three. But yeah, I mean <laughs> it's just like a classic kid movie. Um where yeah, I mean, the whole 
Okay, so there is moves. Once he gets to the league, it gets pretty cool. Like before that, I mean, the story's cool too and all that, but it's like once it, right now, if you were to watch it, once he got into the league, seeing all the players that are involved in it are great. Who's the guy that he goes under his legs? He pump fakes and then goes under his legs. And then just takes off, dude. Is it Vince? There's like a really young Vince in that movie. Vince Carter? I think so. Really? Is it Jason Kidd, maybe? It might remember. be Jason Kidd if I'm remembering. It might I be. I feel dude. like it is. I'm I haven't seen that movie in so long. I've got a movie for you, though, that's just popped back into my head. And it was... um. It was a good one. It was definitely a good one. It fits with the podcast fantastically well. Movie's called Celtic Pride. Have either of you two seen that movie? No. Okay, so it's got Dan Aykroyd and Damian Wayans, one of the Wayans brothers. Is it Wayans? You know who I mean, Yeah, Wayans. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Damian Wayans. And it's based around two Celtics fans kidnapping um, an opponent's team star player so the Celtics can win in the playoffs. Oh my god, I have seen this. Like I've seen the it. The funny thing is, this thing ago. the the guy who they capture uh, plays for the Utah Jazz. <laughs> so do you remember this movie? Have you guys seen it? I mean, it's a, it's 1996, but oh, it's definitely wow. just popped back into my mind. Long time ago. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was a good pull because I've seen it once forever ago. There you go. Now you've got four. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> and then this a up. really good one. If we're talking about the Wayans, um, I'm pretty sure it's their sister that plays it. Is a film called Joanna Man. Have you seen that movie? I don't know it. I have not, but I've heard of it. Yo, it's hilarious, bro. So it's about a guy that's not good enough to play in the pros. So um, it's no. Hold on. Am I getting this wrong? Oh, I love the side comments. Yeah, I love, I love that we can hear him getting that told. So great. yeah, yeah, it's been a while, dude. It's been a long while. So he does play in the pros, but then he's um, you know, he's like hella disrespectful, kind of like um, you know, he gets kicked out of the league basically. So he dresses up as a woman and goes to play in the WNBA and lights it up. And um, it's a comedy, obviously, the way he's trying to hide the fact that he's a man playing in the WNBA. <laughs> That is definitely an interesting one. Yeah, I feel like that would be highly problematic in this day and age. <laughs> uh, probably. I mean, let me see when it was made, actually. It's spelled J-U-A-N-A-M-A-N, Juana Man. Oh, J-U-W-A-N-N-A, Man. 2002. Interesting. Yeah, sounds about right. And who was it? It was... um. It wasn't any of the Wayans brothers. Oh, Kim Wayans. Yeah, it was one of the sisters is in it. Um, Lil Kim's in it as well uh, definitely a good comedy if you want to laugh and you want to watch some basketball content then it's a, it's a good movie my wife loves that movie if you heard her giggling in the background <laughs> you quote it daily do you <laughs> so uh, yeah I recommend that one too Brendan yeah I will definitely have to get on it after Juana Man yeah Juana Man okay uh, the IMDb, do you know about IMDb? Yes. <laughs> yes. The Internet Movie Database has the synopsis yes. of a basketball star is booted out of the NBA when his on-court antics go too far, so he poses as a woman and joins the WNBA. <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. 
Uh, I need to add a lot of these movies to my list. I've the last one I've got is time. Benchwarmers, and that film annoyed me so much. I've so, like seen bits and pieces. Yeah, it annoyed so me. So it's Benchwarmers, not The Benchwarmers. It might be the, the one with Will Farrell, dude. Oh, different one then. Benchwarmers. It's okay. I didn't like it, personally. Noted. <laughs> Dodgeball. Oh, not, now we're just going to start going basketball the sports movie. one. Not a basketball Okay, movie. <laughs> wait. So what's the one where um, the prison team plays football? And You're talking about Longest Yard. Longest, longest yeah. Yard. Basketball scene, if I remember correctly. Yes. Well, you've got the English Longest Yard and the American Longest Yard. I didn't know you got two English. versions of the longest yard for the U.S. version. So the U.S. version's the longest foot. <laughs> it's a terrible joke. Yeah, it, it was because really yards are longer than foots. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Not only was it a bad joke, it was mathematically incorrect, Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> Double Congrats. down. That was a great one. <laughs> but um, yeah, so um, the longest yard in English versions, obviously soccer. The American versions. Oh. Ah, yeah, you see, you see. England has not come up with a basketball movie, though. I'm very dis- I'm very disappointed in my country. Yeah, I mean, it's on Luol Deng at this point, right? Who's Luol Deng? <laughs> oh, that guy that signed a hella big contract and barely played. And had yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, had like the two multi- seasons. Yeah. The guy that's rich as can be right now. I mean, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he made some smart investments, but it doesn't mean he was a good basketball player. I mean, he made investments to not destroy his body, I guess, because they weren't going to play him anyway. I don't know. That's because he wasn't that, good. Well, he had the, yeah, hey, that he was, was the whole deal Chicago. from the Lakers, right? I mean, who's Lou Deng anyway? Yeah, Adam's just got a personal vendetta against <laughs> Lou Deng. And Chris and Humphries. he just decided to bring it up. Oh, yeah, he hates Chris Humphries. Kay Humphries yeah. is on the short list of people he hates. It's not a short list. It's a really long list. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, yeah, I'm out of basketball movies, guys. I've kind of filled you in. I've gave you pretty much all the major ones. If you're listening and I've missed one, then tweet at me because there's a chance that I probably have missed one. Off the top yeah, of my head, I feel like know. I've covered all of the best ones. Brendan, I really do hope you enjoy He Got Game. Yeah, I'm literally going to watch it tonight. That or Love and Basketball if I'm forced to watch something with my girlfriend. Is your girlfriend there? Yeah. Yeah, she'll She's like not, that. But- we're both in quarantine, so we will turn on a Netflix movie together. And apparently Netflix just came out with something where you can actually like sync your feeds so I don't have to be like, oh, pause yours for a second. It's not lined up. Well, I don't know because she might like He Got Game. Maybe. One, one second. Zoe, do you like He Got Game? Is that a movie that you could watch like with your girlfriend? Was, did you enjoy it? Please do not swear. The one with Denzel Washington. <laughs> The, it's the will of the man, not the skill of the man. Oh, that's a brutal film, dude. Like, yeah, it's good. Is it like, is it so Brendan can watch with his girlfriend or is Love and Basketball more of a girlfriend movie? Uh, Love and Basketball is more of a chick flick basketball movie. Or there we go. Just go straight up with my all-time favourite, Joanna Man. Or you go with Joanna Man. Yeah, yeah you go with Joanna Man if you're watching <laughs> it with your girl. <laughs> okay, sure. It's kind you know, of if like... If she hasn't um, seen Space Jam, she's going to have to get put on that one. So Joanna Man's kind of like... A white chicks type of comedy. <laughs> okay. White chicks is hilarious. Exactly. That's why Jamalaman is so good. Got it. It's Got a it. similar, it's a similar, it's filmed very similarly. It's the similar kind of humor, those kind of jokes. It's that kind of comedy. 
I'll send you some clips. Right, guys, we're, we're digressing quite far. We're all in quarantine. I'm in a different country. It's the same thing for me. Hopefully, there's going to be some movies on that list that you haven't seen or you haven't seen in a long time and we've reminded you. We're back to doing our usual schedule now. It's just going to be completely different content to what we're usually putting out. We're going to try and be a little bit more off the cuff, a little bit more relaxed while we're waiting for some form of sporting events to start happening again. So we'll catch you on Friday. I have no idea what we're going to talk about. That's going to be part of the fun. And uh, everyone stay healthy, stay safe, keep washing those hands, and we'll catch you soon. Say bye, Brendan. Bye-bye. Tim, say bye. Sayonara. Sayonara.